Welcome to Authentic Influence with host Anthony Chansamuth, the show where we get real and share the stories and struggles, strategies and tactics of successful influencers and entrepreneurs so that you too can take action to create the life and business that you choose. And now over to Anthony. Hey, hey, welcome to Authentic Influence. This is Anthony Chansomuth from simplecreativemarketing.com. And uh, today we are talking about how to build trust and credibility when selling online products. And uh, we're going to talk about product development and, you know, how do you go about building a business and a brand uh, that is completely online and that, uh, you know, that allows you to uh, take your expertise and convert that into products that you can sell um, and make a living. So, and to do that, we're, I've invited my good friend, uh, Adrian Neumeyer. Um, is, am I saying that right, Adrian? Yes, perfect. <laughs> uh, to come join us. So Adrian's from tacticalprojectmanager.com and uh, he's got a fantastic site over there uh, teaching project managers how to be uh, uh better project managers. So he's the founder and CEO of Tactical Project Manager. And Adrian has been working as an IT project manager for the past 10 years. And uh, today, his focus is to help people improve their project management and leadership skills. And uh, welcome to the show, Adrian. Thanks, and for inviting me. I'm excited to talk to you. Yeah, we, we kind of started this. I mean, we're part of a mastermind group together. And uh, we've been having regular meetups and learning you know about each other's businesses and more than that i think you know for, for me the value of the conversations uh, and i'll give a shout out to our, our good mate tim as well uh you know it, it's really about just the journey of the entrepreneur isn't it it's really about just um you know like where we have families we have uh, things going on outside of work but also we also love to get into the tactical marketing uh, and entrepreneurship conversations as well and so it's been a really i guess from for me it's been really valuable uh, particularly this year with all the things going on Absolutely. Um, and uh, uh, we had a good conversation about just you know building an online business and developing trust with buyers especially if they don't know who you are and they're coming to your site for the first time um, you know maybe they're doing a, a search in google for a specific keyword uh, or a problem that they're trying to solve uh, and, and you've done a great job of uh, putting content on your site that you know speaks to these project managers and, and, and it's bringing them uh, to uh, tactical project manager uh, Dot com and, and from there you've got a ton of resources that they can get into and that then you know leads them down off uh, a journey of um whether it's sub subscribing to your email list and, and and getting some content there or you know purchasing a product right so you've got templates you've got uh, uh courses you've got um uh, other other things that are available um so can you just let take us back to the beginning of the journey um when did you decide to actually launch the site um, and, and that this would be something that you wanted to pursue? Sure. Um, so a bit, a bit of background about me. I have uh, I have an IT background and I've been working in, in, um, in the industry for more than 10 years and uh, mainly doing managing large IT projects. And uh, as with everybody joining, uh, joining project management, becoming a project manager is really challenging at the beginning. 
Um, but uh, I, I also wanted to grow. I wanted to, you know, test my limits and uh, see if I could get to the next level. I wasn't clear back then how what that would look like, you know, become, a, of course, a great project leader, but maybe a manager or so. So I was really, I was really um, trying to do my best and really uh, develop great project management or leadership skills. And after the first, the initial uh, couple of months where it was really challenging, then I got better and better. And I got to lead uh, more and more advanced, more complex projects until after a few years where I got to manage really multi-million dollar IT implementation projects. So if anybody is familiar with the with a company, uh, SAP, uh, it's one of the, it's the leading enterprise software vendor. Um, all the Fortune, or most of the Fortune 500 companies and also medium-sized businesses, they run SAP to manage their business processes and the entire range of processes. And uh, I was in charge of implementing those projects. And um, I'm always joking that uh, I, I always got the less popular projects, unlike like let's say a marketing project or a design project or human resources, you know, which are, which are like very narrow areas where you have stakeholders which are all very committed. And but as as you can imagine, and of these IT implementations, I mean, it's no it's no fun to basically change uh, or roll out these systems and completely change the way and the processes how people do their job. I mean, it's not, they are not all excited about the change <laughs> that's coming. Uh, you're taking away uh, the, the Excel sheets that people have been using to manage their, their inventory and so on. So to, to make the, 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 short, the, the long story short, uh, very challenging projects. And I had to develop communication skills. I had to learn about influence, about persuasion um, by doing the job. and. Um, so I really got to, to a very good level. And after some time, I thought about, I always have been excited about entrepreneurship. And um, I've been experimenting with online businesses of various kinds for, for several years. And then I just started about writing about project management. So essentially a blog where I shared my, my experiences, uh, I shared tips, which everybody uh, could just read for free. So this is what how a technical project manager came about. So it was really, I, I was really, I enjoy teaching and I always, I also saw there was a need for um, helping people, giving people really practical hands-on advice how, on how to manage projects, how to work with clients, how to engage stakeholders, how to gather requirements and so on. Because most of the content uh, on the web uh, that that's, somehow relates to project management is either a very high level, it doesn't give you the, the, the exact steps, it's not actionable, or it's you know very bureaucratic and formalistic and it's, 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 it's an overkill for, for even for medium-sized companies. So that is how project, uh, how technical project manager got started. That's fantastic. Uh, uh, I like the, 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 just the journey and I can relate to that obviously, uh, but you and I have spoken about my sort of history I came from project management as well, so I worked for HP for a number of years. Um, got my my start in the corporate world there, um, so I'm also accustomed to working with these million dollar projects, you know, or, or multi million dollar projects. Uh, we were more tech implementation based, um, and you know, I worked across 
uh, multiple regions. So um, I was um, really in charge of APAC, um, but also had teams like I had a, uh, a project where I had to go to the, to Atlanta and spend some time over there and work with the team in Costa Rica. Actually, that's that's where they were based. Um, and so there's definitely a, always a need for project managers to skill up um, to learn how to do the, their roles better. Um, and uh, I, I'm quite curious about how you identified the need. You mentioned that you know when you're looking for um, resources for your own knowledge, and, and and you identified oh there's some gaps here. Um, what what was your what was your process to identify uh, you know what those gaps were that that where where you could really uh, then start producing you know articles for or resources for um, and and fill that gap because that's that's really you know I've spoken before on this show about and I've had Gert Melak you know from SEO Leverage and, and he talks about finding the content gap doing mm-hmm. keyword research and, and really finding the opportunities to to produce content or articles that rank well, um, that bring traffic to your site. Um, can you just give us some insight into, I guess, your research process um, and, and how do you find uh, your next thing that you're going to write about, the, the next, right. you know, yeah, how right. does that work for you and, and, and are there any specific tools that, that you use along the way? So, um, as I said, in, in the beginning, it was, it was just a hobby blog, I would say. But then I, I also... I, I also I looked at the other websites uh, that were available that uh, talked about project management. And as I said, it was really, it was not helpful, the, the kind of content. But at the same time, I understood that, I mean, leading a project is really, there, there are a lot of pain, kind, different kinds of pain involved because you have the time pressure, you're working with difficult people, um, you're getting, you know, pressure from, feeling the pressure from all the sides. And I was fortunate uh, to have really uh, working for big corporations um, like you, who where, where you get the kind of internal training to build your project management and leadership skills. But many, especially for people in smaller and medium-sized companies, they they don't have that uh, kind of um, uh, these these institutions or these departments which really train you to to become a great project leader. So I thought there 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 could be a gap, you know, and now with the internet where where content is can be accessed from anywhere um i thought this is a great opportunity the next step i took to really validate my idea was to um, schedule a or to offer a, a live class paid live class in my in my in my hometown uh and i had three people show up i mean it was a really short term arrangement but anyway i booked a room i had three customers paying customers and I did a three-day evening class on how to manage projects successfully. So that that already gave me a good, you know, the direction. And I saw that people were actually interested in in what I had to say. Uh, what I did, what I did next was really I spent a lot of time talking to other people who are who. I mean, we always say project managers, but not everybody who is managing a project is is a project manager by title. So. Uh, I talked to lots of people who were involved in projects and I listened to their stories and their, you know, what, what did they struggle with? What they were, they, what were they uh, concerned with? Uh, what kind of things were they eager to learn? What were their goals? You know, what was going on in their, in their minds? So lots of interviews I did with, with former colleagues, but also with people I, I met on LinkedIn. 
and through my blog. And this was my research process then to understand really what what areas my my potential clients uh, were struggling with. And based on that, and also on based on my personal you know, preferences, what I like to write about, I created uh, content. I, I wrote blog articles, hundreds of blog articles that took up those topics. Uh, and really my first product to get started were my, my templates, uh, which uh, be, be, are still uh, uh, really one, some of my top sellers. They are selling really well. Uh, yeah, but really I had to understand what, what uh, what issues my clients uh, were facing. And that's, we are talking here about authenticity and also authentic influence. Uh, it's a very you know, um, abstract term, but in, in the end it comes, it really comes down to having a clear picture of who your customers are, uh, how your product can help them or a service. And of course it must be a really a valuable product, a good service, great product. And then to make this connection, you know, this is the, 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 the the problem my customers are facing, this is what I can offer you. And really having a deep, deep understanding, spending the time to really understand uh, the situation of your clients. You know, what, what, what does a day look like? Um, how do they organize their work? Uh, what, are, what do they do outside of work? You know, get really a, a, a great uh, persona or a great understanding of their situation. And, and that's, that's what really resonated very well then my, my content and my videos. I started also a small video channel. I created a video. Uh, how does my day as a project manager look like? And it's really, you can, it's super authentic. I mean, it's recorded in my living room. Uh, no fancy camera equipment, but people love it. It's very popular on YouTube. And uh, so that's how I started, you know, doing research and, and really create uh, content and a, a service that really stands out. Um, and, and people notice that now it's, it's uh, my, 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 my website gets recommended by recruiters by um, it's a mandatory reading in many universities uh, and, and project leaders, people involved in projects, they are sharing my content and my, pro and my, uh, links to my product so that's it's kind of a um how do you say it's it's um word of mouth is working very well here that's really fantastic so um okay to share so what just where you're at right now in terms of monthly uh, volume coming to the site um i have around sixty thousand visitors per month yeah um and so that's built in how many is it what's the time frame again since you launched the site, how many months was it to get to this point? So it's 48, about so, uh, about 40 months, between 35 okay. and 40 months. Yeah. 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 So, so it, uh, it, it took some time to really get to that traffic. And um, probably the mistake I made, I think we're also going to touch maybe SEO. SEO. Um, yes. So the, the the general idea is here the general recommendation is here you know look what everybody what the competition is writing about and then you're creating better content that did work well for me in some areas but most of the time probably didn't work that well uh, because when 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 these topics are already covered on other websites which who have a stronger you know i think it's called domain authority, authority. you know yeah. um <clears throat> 
it's it takes much longer for you to to rank at the same or even a better level um so in the end i just had to i, I just had to test different kinds of articles long form short short form and in the end it really is the 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 80 20 rule showing here so um 80 percent of my traffic is coming from 20 percent uh, of my of my pages yeah I know that you did something uh, interesting. I think at the earlier this year, where you uh, essentially did a um, a review of your your content and perhaps keywords, and you looked at what uh, keywords. Are, and I guess this is how you arrived at the eighty twenty um, percentages. And and you you realized okay, um, there are certain keywords that bring in. Um, people to your site who are buyers versus those who are not buyers. Um, can you just explain like uh, how you went about that and, 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 and what did you learn in that process? Yes. So from a broader level, I mean, the, when you're starting a new business and today it doesn't matter whether it's online or offline because you always have a web presence, a website, um, you have to think about, you know, how do you get visitors to your site who will eventually be converting and who will be interested in your products and so what what most companies they will just um they will look for some writers who are not familiar with the area with the topic and they will produce some generic uh, content um, the problem with that it's it's not <laughs> a it's not authentic it doesn't go deep it's not really valuable content and people the, the, the visitors they they note they notice that and and generally uh, if you if you observe what companies are doing they're just um there's a lot of you know copying each other so they in my in my niche uh nearly every software vendor who is uh, offering project management tools they are writing about how to start a project Mm, yeah. So, and and that's also the only topic, or one of the few topics that you can basically give to a writer who is not a project manager, <laughs> and they will <laughs> produce some some content. They will you know reuse some of the material that they already found on Google. So it's it, it's it's a it's a dead end street. It doesn't get them in anywhere really. Um, so then what I what I did was really. Uh, Think about topics that or questions that my uh, my audience was um, googling that that really that, that really occurred or they, they that they raised themselves during a project, for example, and and uh, something that worked very well uh, worked very well for me was to create a, an article about how to write a thank you email after project completion. So. And uh, so what are you, you know, if you are a good leader, a good team leader or a project leader, you will take some time. I, I, I always spend hours to craft a really nice um, thank you emails to everybody on the team and to all the stakeholders and to management. So it's something really important. And and we created an article around that. And it's really it's today. It's, I think it's the number one article in terms of traffic. And it also ranked immediately so it, really from one week to the next we got hundreds of additional visitors per day yeah unlike when you are just uh, doing a yeah there there it is <laughs> so
so it's uh you can see it here yeah fantastic and, and unlike when you just do a competition and competitor analysis and you look at what is the competition writing about and you just copy their content and and try to improve it um uh, which takes you months it can nowadays it can easily take you six to 12 months for an article really to rank well and to bring in traffic uh, whereas this really short article as you see as you have it here on the screen um it's it's bringing us hundreds of visitors per day um, really? and so uh, this is this is one of the things i learned is really you know if you just look at the competition you're just you you'll never be better than the competition <laughs> you, you'll always be at the same level but try to write about something that is maybe not so easy to write about that you can't give to a a uh, writer on upward you know where you actually have to talk to somebody who is uh, who is um, involved in 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 your business or in my case in project management so in this case uh, this is a uh, ken is a is a senior project manager who works for um, a fortune 500 it company uh, so he wrote that article for me so it's really to to think about what questions is your is your audience asking what are they struggling with and they're all i mean they're always these topics that are really that are really hard you know how do you how do you give honest feedback to an employee um how do you say no to a client to a potential client <laughs> it's it's really hard and if you can uh, cover those topics also you can get a lot of traffic quickly and if you create great content uh people will appreciate that and this article this already brought me in you know coaching clients and and customers so the conversion is very well that's fantastic and and like just even looking at just hearing you share the story of uh narrowing the the topic idea to a thank you email like that that wouldn't occur to me as a starting point right like that's right. Uh, and you also mentioned that you know it's taken you a while to i mean you were writing articles at the beginning and and you had ideas and um and like you say you know most um i assume when you most people starting out would go for the generic content that, that they right. would go and look for um, you know how to start a project how to you know what are the best project management tools like common um topics that that you know even generic writers could write who are not project managers but then as you say the value comes in when you can really get clear around going deeper on specific topics and, and right. getting through here are specific things that project managers are, are doing or or things that will actually help you um you know uh with its build reputation because so i remember that right. was a huge thing like when i was working uh, at the company it's you know we all wanted to stand out because they, they literally had hundreds of project managers and and, and right. you were trying to you know, maybe get the promotion and then become the program manager or whatever it is that, that you were trying to do in your career. Um, or maybe you're just trying to get, you know, uh, the pay rise and, and, and you were trying to uh, or, or get better projects, right? There's this whole bunch of things. In, and I love this. this um, I've got the blog categories on the screen here. Um, and you go into things like mindset and, and career and managing cost and risk, of course. And, and, and these are all um, just, just fantastic um, categories to really explore and, and i could see someone you know as, as a growing project manager or even experienced project manager really diving into these um 
uh, I had a question from the community. So I've got uh, Adam, who's one of our community members. Um, his question, so he's, he's like at the, uh, he's just starting to learn UX and and, and, and uh, he's, he's just got a, a new role um, and, and project management is obviously a part of his, what he's doing. Uh, and he was curious about um, how hands-on are you now with with your business uh, and, and, and producing content compared to when you first started. Um, just in the example there, you had an example here where you had Ken, uh, another project manager, writing content for you. Um, so I guess Adam's question is, yeah, how how I guess how much time are you spending on the business, and, and how has your role changed um, over you know uh, since you began? Mm -hmm. uh, so I'm I'm not sure if I I've, I got, I understood the question fully. I mean, is it is the question whether I'm still managing projects or? It's uh, just in terms of of the business of your of the business. Of, yeah, okay. you know, because when you started, you're doing everything right. So you're you're yes. you're, you're writing your own content. You're doing all the keyword research. You're you're right. uh, interviewing the, the you know people and, and people in your industry to understand their problems and pain points and, and really craft those personas. Um, and, and so and now you've got, uh, I guess the question here is, yeah, uh, how much of your yes. time and energy is spent on your business? Um, and how much uh, do you have other contractors involved? Do you have, uh, I think you were hiring a VA this year as one of your goals. So, yes, exactly. Yeah. Can you talk so about I, Yeah. Yeah. I, I still, let, let's say I, I define the overall strategy. I have, to some degree documented my processes so that I can train somebody else to, to do the to do the work. For example, in the beginning, uh, I spent a lot of time con connecting with um, project managers via LinkedIn and you know engaging them in a in a, in a, in a dialogue and, and you know getting them on a, for an interview or you know sharing ideas. So and there I had a, a VA do that for me. Um, I I have a, a couple of people I work with. Uh, Something that has worked well for me is um, content writing by students, by university students who are taking uh, project management as a, um, I think it's master's, master's degree. So that's working very well. And, and but I'm all I'm always let's say giving input. So I, I I still do a lot of the research or providing you know providing a content brief, a really thorough content brief. I'm reviewing the. The articles giving feedback um but i'm starting more and you know delegating work to to people on on upwork good contractors so it's it's not easy because it's also not a there are you know the problem in my era that there are there the project managers who are really who are really good they're either you know too busy with their projects <laughs> <laughs> so so they have no time to write articles for me. And but Ken is a great example because he he enjoys writing. And I actually I think I no I didn't find him I didn't connect with him on on Quora, but I I also found some people on Quora. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I actually met him somewhere in the in the in the train uh, in Germany here. Uh, <laughs> Fantastic. So and I immediately hired him. <laughs> so yeah, but and and then there are people who are. Uh, uh, retired project managers, uh, but they also want to do other things. They want to, you know, start investing or uh, learn how to, I don't know, build drones or whatever. So it's not easy to find people who are both um, good at good at writing and mm. communicating, but also who have a good understanding of good experience of project management. Absolutely. So, but I'm, I'm. That's my goal, of course, to 
to delegate more, but I, I wouldn't, uh, don't want to sacrifice the quality here because that's how I currently stand out. Uh, another question from Adam is um, around just the, the, the financials, specifically what expenses do you incur to keep the business running? So what are your ongoing costs for the business? It's not, it's not that much. I mean, I use um, some, some software platforms like uh, WP Engine for hosting the site, which is also already you know, $150 a month. So this is quite expensive. But with the traffic I have, I, I, I need a good platform. Um, you know, the, the usual stuff like Adobe Creative Suite. suite. <laughs> So it's probably, I mean, it's less than $1,000 uh, a month uh, or everything together, including the the, the bookkeeper. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I always want to keep expenses low um, because I, I don't need that much, you know, to keep the business running. I don't have any physical products. Um, if, if, I, if, if, if we need some software license for a specific article, then I will delegate the, to the work to some contractor who will, with Microsoft Project, so it's not that that much. And when you're hiring hiring contractors, is it typically per? Like, are you paying per project, or it's not per hour? It's usually per project. Yeah, yeah. 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 Unless yeah. it's some research where it's really hard to to know the, the the effort up front. So. Yeah, and I think that's a good that's a good tip um, for Dom and anyone else who's listening to this in terms of yeah, when you are um, contracting work, uh, it, it's it's good if you can budget. Per project uh, and make that clear uh, because obviously a lot of um, contractors contractors would prefer the hourly rate uh, because then you know depending on the scope of the project but i think um, the advantage of being a project manager is you you, you already know how to scope projects yes. and then you already have templates that you you've got on your site that you offer to people uh, that you can use yes. to say hey you know this is, this is how we budget um so, so that's really fantastic uh let's talk about how to market your business in, a, in an authentic way. Um, you, you know, you sort of kind of touched upon things like producing video content, you know, from your living room and, and, and showing who you are and, and, and um, putting a face to, to the brand, so to speak. You know, on your website, we can see there's a video, a photo of you on, on, on a sidebar. Um, what are your just, yeah, can you just share your thoughts around what, um, first of all, why, why is it important? To be authentic in your marketing and then secondly what are some of the things that that you you've done um and continue to do uh to ensure that that you're building that connection uh, with people mm. so the first thing is really as i said as i said also before it's really knowing understanding your customers your audience really what are they what are they struggling with what are their what are their goals uh what are they dealing with on a daily basis so really uh, you know, having worked with them maybe side by side for some time, having observed them in in their job, doing their work, uh, this is this is critical to be able to later on produce marketing material and of course products uh, which are well received and which the customers like because they notice that you really understand what they're struggling with or what they're dealing with. That's that's the you can't skip that part and that requires a lot of research in the beginning. But it's definitely worth um, the effort, and I I have spent I have lots of uh, files with with I mean tons of research information of in, interview transcripts uh, from people that I have interviewed, 
uh, that I'm still using today. You know, this is from four years ago, and I can still use their language. Their you know talk about use use really their language and the, talk about the things there that that's going on in their mind, because I have done this research. And this is the first step to um, communicate and to 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 mark yourself in an authentic way. Um, the second part is really. Uh, in the beginning, especially, I tried to, you know, really try to stand out by uh, making the blog. I didn't, I intentionally didn't make the blog like super sexy in terms of design. Um, I drew the, the 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 images and the any graphs that I create. I, I drew that really in PowerPoint, very basic, and everybody noticed this was done by somebody who who understood what he was talking about but also you know some uh not not by some marketing agency mm. um so really scrappy and and very basic but uh and, and not focusing on the on the everything you know great design and everything like that um the second part was also um yeah video definitely definitely helped to and i i still um that's something I realized that works very well. So whenever I have a call also with somebody, they they like to they often buy my courses afterwards, my expensive courses. So video is a great way to connect with people if it's done in, a, in an authentic, um, non-salesy way. Yeah. So I, what I'm doing at the moment is I'm adding videos to many of my articles so that just that people just see my face and they hear me talking, and uh to to add on to that i i also have been experimenting with you know uh creating uh, better video quality you know i bought a green screen in my in my house and and uh, better camera and you know it looks it looks perfect but i think it looks too too perfect <laughs> so i i probably go back to the you know living room uh video shot because that's looks it looks real you know mm. uh Otherwise, you're just one of the other, uh, you know, big lazy companies, <laughs> which are produced in a studio by people who have who don't have a clue about what they're talking about. So that what that is what I think about uh, marketing yourself in an authentic way. And I, I share lots of personal stories in my articles. If you go through the articles, so I, I make jokes. I uh, talk about things that I that I failed at. You know, things that I've learned. Uh, uh, lots of personal stories um, one was about me and my wife uh, buying an expensive ugly <laughs> couch that in the end we discovered nobody liked <laughs> but we just thought that uh, we wanted to make the our partner happy because we thought that he or she liked uh, the couch so <laughs> um so that that is authentic marketing how, how i how i do it and i it's really what helps me stand out and I want to, I want to maintain that just yesterday I started, you know, polishing a little bit the, the fonts on the side, but I take it very slowly. You're listening to authentic influence, learn the tips, strategies, and practices for taking your influence to the next level. Now back to the show. Yeah, uh, I, I I just want to recap a few things that you said there. Um, one is really 
and, and you keep re-emphasizing the importance of understanding your customers, um, investing in that research, you know, interviewing people, uh, using their language. I mean, that's something that I teach copywriters. And, and when I ever speak about, you know, what I do as a copywriter, uh, you know, 80% of the work is actually in that customer research phase. Um, and that's right. what I think a lot of um, people who, who don't do copywriting so much uh, don't understand. Like that they think right. it's, they, you know, they might think it's 80, 20, the other way where it's 80% writing stuff. Um, it, it's actually, you know, what you and I understand is if, if you don't, really you know connect with your your customer or your reader um at, at their level um you lose trust right Absolutely. So, so, so if they if they come to an you know just say you've done an amazing job with a keyword they land on your site then they're reading through your content and they think oh this is so generic you know that this, this person agent or this person amp doesn't really understand me um they're going to bounce they're going to go somewhere else uh and so and then adding elements like video i mean photos you can do that um and, and really like what you're saying about you know even though you have the green screen and you can create some really high quality content and there's there's places for that right so you might right. you know determine that um for some specific campaign uh, th that polished look might look might work well for you um but i um, mean other cases on the couch in the living room let's just be um you know <laughs> behind the scenes with adrian and, and, and let's be real um th that builds connection and, and rapport quite quickly uh, right. as, as we've seen um and then sharing personal stories in your content that's a huge one and and i i can't emphasize that enough like you know you talked about the couch story and then you know i finding the couch um like that kind of stuff you you, you can't make up and, and writers writers can't you know right. even you with the outsource content like exactly you know, they, they they can't know that about you uh, yeah so you know for you to share stuff like that um, right and it's not actually, it's not hard to to come up with such uh or to I mean, you, you you have to have some some experience, but it's it's more about having the courage, you know, to to stand out, to be different, and not look like whatever. How, what, do the same that everybody else is doing because the boring the boring stuff nobody wants to read that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, you know, some do you ever deal with uh, what do they call it? imposter syndrome, where you feel like you know, is it even worth me sharing this couch story? Like, did that question come into your mind? Um. I think we all struggle with imposter syndrome uh, regularly. Um, that's part of the growth process. Um, but uh, what I, I keep a I keep a, a word document where I store all the customer feed uh, the, the, the testimonials. So uh, it's just been you know lots of people connecting with me on LinkedIn and thanking me for my amazing content, you know, and how it has helped them. And that makes me always happy. So when I think like, I mean, you, you have this uh, every, now I have a lot of traffic, um, people coming to my site and you get these uh, nasty, angry emails <laughs> sometimes <laughs> from people who want to put you down. But, uh, you know, I always, I can always go back to that word document with all these uh, people who are so uh, thankful for uh, the, how, how I have helped them. So that's just reminding yourself of uh, that that you are doing a great job, and um, yeah, that's that's normal, you know, that you are struggling, that that we struggle with with imposter syndrome because there's this this barrier we are working on, you know, working towards. We want to get to a higher level, um, you know. It's uh, it's it's a matter of improving constantly, and also what I want to add here is to what you said before, like also. 
it's very important not just to to understand the situation of their client but also to get to to be open to feedback mm, yes. so when you get like a negative feedback maybe so um, maybe i've been creating some templates and most of them they worked very well but some sometimes people didn't like that the one template so you know and i then listen and understand what they are trying to accomplish and then you know you can improve your product so you can actually be happy if you get negative feedback because it allows you to improve whereas if you're just uh, you know obsessed with your own work and you think it's amazing and you're or you're being you know uh, you don't want to look at the negative uh, feedback then you you also not you can't improve your business so it's it's very valuable and and one thing i really did was from the beginning from the beginning was to to offer a personal connection so people can find my email address and my linkedin in profile everywhere on the site um i even added my my whatsapp number but nobody used it so far <laughs> so people are able to connect and that's that's also what builds trust 100 uh you started you mentioned um the, the just the products and using feedback to develop the product improve it um can you talk a, a bit about just what a typical product development flow looks like for you like how do you go from an idea or even deciding what what the next product's going to be uh and then what what's the timeline look like to actually get that launched and and, and um selling yeah the timeline is always uh, flexible <laughs> <laughs> um no so um i always keep a list of of ideas and uh so uh, one example and and sometimes it's just my own ideas and sometimes it's from customer feedback so I, for example, I have um, a while ago, I published a, an ebook about how to use Microsoft Project. So one of the uh, leading uh, project planning tools. And uh, this ebook is popular. And I got a question from a, from a, from a visitor, like, uh, do, you, do I offer also, you know, exercise sheets for Microsoft Project, which uh, this lady could give to her students? So I said, ah, well, that's interesting. Maybe I should create this exercise sheets, turn this ebook into, you know, break it up into several exercise sheets, PDFs, which people can buy separately or as a bundle. So that's what I'm creating now. And actually I've hired a, 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 product, a project engineer or product project manager for yeah. that to, to create these worksheets for me. Um, so bo both ways, I go both ways, either, you know, using my own ideas uh, and then, ideally testing them you know asking asking your audience um, or or asking i mean uh, taking the feedback from the clients what are they asking you can i use this product also here um does it work in that way and do you have something that can help me with that so be very open about that and and keep track of all these uh, all these emails this is very very valuable and then are you uh I assume you're using some, some kind of project management tool to track develop like the, the launch sequence, like from, I know you're working on a sales page currently. Um, so, you know, you go from idea, you've got, okay, you, you're doing some validation in terms of getting feedback on the product. You know, I'm about to launch this template. Or I'm going to do this package or whatever. This course is about to come out. Um, do you, uh, how do you, how do you sort of, timeline that to go okay well this is when the landing page is going to go up this is when i'm going to uh, send it out to my list or whatever it might be is it 
do you try and tackle that within a certain period or are you kind of more flexible with so i i, I always say i, I hate planning <laughs> and i <laughs> i only uh, applied you know advanced planning techniques at, at work as a project manager because i had to uh, no, I mean, I now I have family, I have a child. It's it's not so easy to to. I mean, you can create a plan, but tomorrow from tomorrow it will again break your plan. <laughs> so I'm going more with a you know blocking a few hours every day for product development. So more an iterative style. So I think every day from nine to ten, I have one hour where I work on the product, and and then maybe then in the evening one hour. So, because the thing is, um, as you know, we are working in, in, in a creative business, so you can't do the, this creative work for eight hours a day. It just doesn't yes. work, especially writing is extremely difficult. It's really hard. So I, I, I try to create these time boxes and then do, and then uh, combine my, you know, my work with some other tasks on a day. Like uh, maybe I will then uh, edit a video. I will create a script for a video. So uh, like... I always have a you know two to three things I'm working on at the same time. Uh, I'm not working on one product for the entire day. I wouldn't be able to do that. Uh, so a couple of uh, tasks, couple of products or ideas, and then you know make progress every day. So you can leave it on a t-shirt. Make progress every day. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> um some merchandise uh right uh, we're gonna wrap up um very shortly I, I i wanted to just um address a question coming from the community around okay if you were to start from scratch right knowing what you know now okay um and you you know and, and you had to start the business again tomorrow uh, and you didn't have an audience you didn't have this you know sixty thousand visitors a month to your site uh what would you be doing in the first 30 days um I think it's really about the the first thing is you have to when you when you when you want to start a business you have to also accept that you are not you have to try different ideas before you see some traction and some results. So and and that's sort of what I did like I I tested my my project management course. So that's what I would be doing in the first 30 days like make a make a list of let's say these are my 10 or five potential business ideas and then test each idea for a couple of weeks and and do something like uh, you know reaching out to people on linkedin or facebook and or offer a course some course some live class you know see if people are interested in your in what you have to say in your product or service and then you know iterate through this and then decide for what what uh what area you want to um, go deeper in and um another part you ask about knowing what i know now um i think with the internet it's it's amazing how you can you can build businesses around a very very narrow topic uh, and still be highly uh, financially successful um uh, let me think about a, a good idea i mean you have you have people who are, you know, teaching you how to secure your warehouse or how to, um, you know, provide first aid to your uh, ch children or, you know, very narrow mm. um, or how to, you know, how to, 
I mean, there, there are a couple of many, many how to train your dogs and, and then even there you can narrow down you don't you don't talk talk about dog training but how do you train your poodle right yeah <laughs> and absolutely maybe, and, and maybe even some specific brutal, uh, poodle breed you know and 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 still if you have a, an, an english-speaking uh, global site you will get enough uh, you may get enough uh, visitors and uh, business to really um, have a great life uh, and I didn't know this from the beginning. Um, maybe I would have narrowed down more my my business, let's say, by going specifically into IT project management, which was my domain. Um, but I, I I didn't. I started with this broad approach. So I will. My next step will probably be to to narrow down more on different uh, verticals. Yeah, I really like that, and and it, it's that that temptation to to go broad at the beginning because you you kind of think, oh, I need to reach everyone, and I want to get everyone because then that that means more money. Yes. Uh, but certainly, in in my experience, and and with the guests I've had previously on the show as well, they've said a very similar thing. They've said, you know, once we went narrow um, and specialized really in in you know a sub section of what we do. Mm -hmm. um you know that's where where they became known for that area like it's, uh -huh. it's easier to become known as the it project manage, management expert versus the broad project management yes. expert yes. pmp that everyone else is trying to become yes. um you know and and uh and even if you want to specialize as, as the person who trains people in how to become the pmp how to get the certifications i mean mm -hmm. that's quite narrow um, right. so it's and you do much better that way yeah. uh, i really like that um how long did this is a question from Adam again? He's he was asking just how long did it take before you started to make a healthy monthly profit margin um, from the time you launched? Mm, so I only I, I started the my my website four years ago, 2017. I only started um, in the beginning. I gave away my templates for free. I had no products. I didn't earn any money. Uh, I only started selling products last year. Uh, so, and that's then when it quickly took off because I already had the traffic. Uh, I just hadn't really monetized my, my content and my product yet. But it really, I mean, if you think about that way, then it took me really three years. Uh, and I think that's realistic to three, three to five years is totally realistic, uh, probably even more on the lower end. Uh, to make a, a healthy healthy income yeah I, I i that that resonates with me for sure uh i think it's um it's a consistent practice of of putting out valuable content understanding your market uh and building you know that that influence there's also something that you know for those who really want to get into the seo part of it probably i recommend go back and listening to some of gert's uh, interviews on on this podcast uh and even on, on his own on the seo leverage podcast where he talks about the google sandbox and, and the time it takes for an article to rank uh you can't write something and publish it today and expect to be right. you know page one tomorrow or next week like usually yeah. it takes a few months um and it also depends on different factors like your domain of authority backlinks and, and a whole bunch of other factors um i think that shouldn't be the goal i think the goal needs to be how can i continue continue to provide value to my audience mm. um, and, and to do things like, you know, uh, when I was displaying your, uh, your page earlier, uh, your site earlier, like you have these pop-ups where, you know, if I'm reading your article and I scroll halfway down a page, I've got this pop-up coming up in my face saying, hey, you know, are you interested in grabbing some of these templates? 
um, which are relevant, obviously, to to the reader. Um, and then that's a way to get, you know, uh, I would say, yeah, absolutely. You know, project managers love templates. <laughs> we, you know, like that's, we live on those things and uh, anything that can right. help us speed up our, pro our time, you know, to, to work out a solution or, or to, to manage the project better. Uh, we're all over that. So, so that's, I think you, you're in a really special, uh, vertical or niche uh because it's you're in a you know like like accountants accountants also love templates <laughs> and spreadsheets right, and things like right. this so so if you're offering those sort of you know re resources uh, uh it's natural for people to want them um and and it's you know it's pretty common in, in that in, in those industries yes. um uh, adrian i appreciate your time for joining us today i've got two more questions for you um just to wrap up this conversation the first one is uh is there a, a some kind of resource, a book, or a podcast, or a course that that has really helped you uh, with your your just your your product development and your online business journey? Great question. So I I actually I I was in a in a online program or online course building program. Um, it was by Ramit Sethi. It was called Zero to Launch. I think they now changed it. It's called earnable as far as i know so this was a, a really great course it's still available but under a different brand different name uh, and this is really where i learned to um to to do market to do customer research to do these interviews because that's where what he uh, emphasized um, to really understand your your market and your client very well before you start building your product your first product so this is what I what is I can what I what I can recommend uh, definitely and then I mean um, the, the four hour work week is also a classic. There's so much valuable content in there. I still go back to that book uh, every now and then, and I learn something new, even though I have gone through it one already. So these are these are very very good resources. I would say. I will say yes to both. Uh, yeah, I've been. Uh, following Ramit for some time. I haven't done his course, but um, I know I've heard good things about Zero to Launch. I didn't know it's been rebranded, but that, that happens sometimes with products. Um, final question for you uh, or, uh, is just around what's one thing you do? I know you're a parent as well as an entrepreneur. Um, what's one thing that you do for your mental well-being and mental health? For my mental well-being and mental health, um, uh, play with my little daughter, uh, every every evening that's a lot of fun and also you know having long walks outside this is usually where i get the the good ideas because you can't generate uh, great ideas just by sitting at your computer uh, but then i have to go outside and and get some fresh air and then come back with a with new ideas and a fresh mind i love that and i think you know it's it's something that the pandemic, particularly uh, and those who are in lockdown, <laughs> will know um, just going for a walk like that is such a you know and out in nature is is such a healing and and such a, a refreshing um, thing to do and that's become a practice that my wife and I do on a daily basis now uh, and it's a great time for us to connect um, but also you know I like oh I also do a morning walk when I wake up I go for a more uh, a walk and I before I get my coffee and that, that's really been helpful for me. Um, and like I say, a lot of creative thought uh, happens when we're in motion, um, which, which is really fantastic. And of course, uh, I love that you mentioned that you're spending time with your daughter uh, and that um, kids are funny because they, they can be your entertainment as well as your, uh, 
uh, sometimes they can be your frustrations but um <laughs> <laughs> but certainly uh, there's much joy in, in like for me hanging out with my nephew um and in your case with your daughter that's fantastic adrian it's been amazing having you on the show i think uh, thank you very much you know it, it, we've learned a lot about product development about authentic marketing uh, and just the way you know you build trust online um, um by just all the different tactics that, that you've utilized and shared here um any last messages for our audience thinking about uh, going into building an online business or, or um building an on online brand like you have well really do your research and rather spend more time on the research on the testing part than than rushing into some some idea where you recognize that it doesn't get uh, any good market response and just uh, yeah be willing to try different ideas that's i've, I've tried so many things uh, before starting this successful business so <laughs> um it just takes time it's a matter of of numbers also and of uh, staying staying put and persistence love it uh yeah we could probably do a separate episode around failure <laughs> and what we've learned about things that didn't work um uh you can connect with adrian at uh, tacticalprojectmanager.com i'll link to uh, obviously the sites and some of his resources in the show notes so please go and do that uh and if you are have any interest in project management uh, at all i mean that's a key resource for you uh, and definitely go and check that out or even if you're just interested in, in the business model and, and what adrian's doing um with his business so thanks again adrian for joining us and uh, uh have a wonderful it'll be evening for you soon uh, over there in germany and um uh, we will uh, catch again catch up again real soon thank you and was great to talk to you Now, just quickly, if you want to check out the show notes for this episode, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash podcast, uh, and you can grab all the links and things and resources on there. And also, if you are a conscious entrepreneur, got a professional services business, working B2B, uh, and you've got an interest in building influence and income through showing up, serving others, and being real, then I invite you to join my Authentic Influence Warriors Facebook group. Uh, if you want to do that, just head over to simplecreativemarketing.com forward slash community. Okay, thanks for joining in, and I'll see you on the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Authentic Influence podcast at AuthenticInfluence.co.